Good afternoon and greetings in that wonderful name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. This is your host, Lady G, sitting with you in this afternoon as we journey on our afternoon segments as we discuss gifts and purposes in God. Welcome to all our listeners at home and thank you for the opportunity once again to come into your house, to come into your house, your cars, and wherever you may find yourself to be in this afternoon as you are listening to VON, our online live radio broadcasting station. It is truly a privilege and honor for us to be once again bringing the word of the Lord into your houses, into your families. So take your time and relax and enjoy the afternoon live segment as we journey once again, as we discover our gifts, our purposes, and our talents in God. Thank you, listeners. As we continue to discuss about our gifts, our purposes, and talents in God, I felt in my spirit that one of the things that we need to be discussing is the spirit of giving up. Uh, you know, God has birthed within each and every one of us gifts and talents that we are born with. But the devil came and we want to give up. I feel, I sense in my spirit that there is a lot of, a lot of us who are about ready to throw in the towel, who are about ready to just giving up. And, um, this is what I want to discuss this afternoon. Perseverance, as we bring the word, we're going to be encouraging you. And we are going to be looking at um, other people who have been like us, who were once faced with these challenges, who were once faced with the spirit of giving up, who wanted to give up and throw in the towel. But by the Spirit of God, they persevered, they continued, and they carried on because they knew that the gift that God has given them was the very gift that was supposed to serve their purpose in life. So they could not afford to give up. So even us, as we are journeying this afternoon, I want us to be encouraged as we are going to be sharing this afternoon. Let us be encouraged and let us purpose in our hearts that we are not about to give up anytime soon. We refuse to give up. We refuse to give up. We will persevere. We will continue. We will continue to run this race. We will run this race. I just want to come against the spirit of, of despondent. I come against the spirit of giving up in this afternoon. So let us relax, make yourself a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, take your word out the Bible, take out your notebook. Maybe there are some few tips that you are going to get from us as we journey together on this journey. So I once again want to say thank you, my fellow listeners. Yesterday, I spoke about the wells that needed to be dug up. And um, I sense that these wells are within us. And these wells are the gifts that God has given us. And so many of us are at a point where we really find ourselves in the space where we don't want to continue anymore. 
where we feel that it's useless, it's meaningless. We've started projects and we have not seen them through. Some of the projects have even wasted our money. Some of these projects have even brought disputes and quarrels in our families. Our family members, they are fighting with us because of these projects that we call gifts, which our family members are not seeing them. But these are the gifts that are in us. These are the gifts that are in us. Some of us are not called to go and do a nine-to-five job. We have a gift that is in us, whether it's a gift of entrepreneurship, whether it's a gift of business, whether it's a gift of being a worshiper in the house of the Lord, whether it's a gift of writing poems, of writing books. You feel like you are like David. You've got, a, you are a scriber. You've got a pen in your hand. You are just ready to write. But everything that you have written, it has not been received by the people around you. So you find yourself in a space where you really, really want to give up. I am seeing somebody in a boxing ring as if, you know, when they throw in the towel and they say that, that white towel, which is saying enough now, enough now we are giving up. But I want to say to you this afternoon, pick that towel up and say to yourself, I refuse to give up. I refuse to give up. I refuse to give up. It is not over. You know, in the world, they say it is not over until a certain lady sings. So in us, in us as children of God, we say it is not over until the Lord says so. And our God says it's over when he sees us being victorious, when he sees us being overcomers. So the God that you serve is the God who said he knows the plans that he has for you, plans to prosper you to bring you a brighter future so your future might seem dull that is not of God so your future wants you to give up that is not of God God wants you to have a bright future so your gift that God has deposited in you the most important thing that you need to do first is to discover that gift discover that gift and secondly Start working towards fulfilling that gift, that gift and never give up. Never give up. Some have discovered their gifts and they've started working towards their gift, but they are faced with so much of disputes and quarrels and adversity that they are ready. They, they've thrown in the towel. They are ready to just give up. You know, when you are running a race and you can see hurdles before you and you feel like these hurdles are a stumbling block, but God is saying, jump over the hurdles, jump over the hurdles. The hurdles are not there to stop you. Some of these hurdles are there for us to learn from. Some of us, we've started businesses and we have failed. We've wasted so much of money on them. But if you can sit down and look at what it is that God wants you to learn from those experiences, you can be able to move on. You can be able to say from this experience, this is what I did wrong. So I am moving on. I am not going to do it like this anymore. So let us be, have the wisdom of God of understanding the journey that we have been through, the journey that we are still walking as we discover the gifts that are in us, as we discover our purpose in life. I just want you, my brother and sister, as you are sitting at home, whatever you have been busy with, whether it's a small bakery, whether you are just 
baking muffins and selling on the street corner, whether it is, you know, cooking meals and you are selling, but you are not yielding, you are not yielding the results that you have expected when you went in. I want you to not give up, not to give up, not give up and there's a certain gentleman who is on our team he always says his mom told him that Rome was never built in a day so even with us we will never see results in a day I love what prophetess Megan spoke about in her segments when he, she spoke about instant things instant things we are a generation of instant of instant and this is what causes us to give up on our dreams this is what makes us not to be able to have the spirit of perseverance we need to persevere and understand that not everything in our lives is going to be microwaves some people's gifts they need to be cooked and when they need to be cooked they need to be cooked on a slow cooker but eventually that food that food will be fully cooked for everybody to eat. So don't look at your neighbor and say, my neighbor started two months ago, but look where she is today. No, God has a time and has a time and a season and a purpose for each and every one of us. You concentrate and you focus on your lane. And you run this race as you focus on your lane in due course and in due season, your dream, your gift will be manifested. Your gift will be seen by all men. I just want us to digest what we've just spoken about now as we listen to the music as we take a break let us listen to a wonderful worship song as we digest what God has just spoken to us now. I'm going to share a story of a very famous man that we all know of. You know, in most people that are famous that we know of, we get to see them when they are in these big platforms, whether it is in ministry, whether it is in a secular world or wherever, but we never get to know their processes, their journey. And you cannot bypass the process, even with your business, even with your the gift that is in you. Um, uh, even the business, the business, there's a lot of people that want to start business. But let me tell you, it's going to be a process. It's going to be a process and you cannot bypass the process. So whether you want to go into entrepreneurship, whether you want to go into whatever whatever industry that you want to go into, because I said your gift is also what you are passionate about. So whatever you are passionate about, you want to start it, you can vision it, you can see it, but the process is going to be tough, but the process is what will see you forth. So as we listen to the story, this is a gentleman that we are very familiar with. His name is Mr. Tyler Perry. So to summarize his life in a nutshell, it says that Tyler Perry had a rough childhood. He was physically and sexually abused growing up. He got kicked out of high school and he tried to commit suicide twice. So when you see him in, on TV and he's acting these big roles, and when you see him with um, the lifestyle that he is living, all the money that he has, Look what process he had to go through. I'm sure it wasn't easy. He probably wanted to give up. Who am I? 
physically and sexually abused. I'm even kicked out of school. So committing suicide was the easy way out. That was him giving up. But we thank God who never allowed him. He intervened. And it says here, he tried to commit suicide twice. Once when he was a preteen at the age of 22 and at 20, uh, once again. And at uh, 23, he moved to Atlanta where he took odd jobs and he started working on his stage career. Uh, in 1992, he wrote, produced, and starred in his first theater production, I Know I've Been Changed. What a name, what a title. I Know I've Been Changed. That's a beautiful song we love to sing. Jesus in Heaven has signed my name. Some, uh, so that was the title of his production. So somewhat informed by his difficult upbringing, Tyler Perry put all his savings all his savings into the show and it failed miserably now can you imagine all of his savings he put it onto the show and it failed miserably probably this man saved for over five years ten years we don't know maybe even with you too you've been saving for this dream you've been saving for this and you've saved everything that you've heard. Some of us have even have even forsaken relationships to try and nurture the gifts, the dreams that we have. But in the end, it doesn't come up like how we've expected it to be. So Tyler Perry put all of his savings into this I Know I've Been Changed production. But it failed. It didn't just fail. They even wrote that, that it failed miserably. I don't know how many of you find yourself in that state right now where you feel that everything that my hands have touched, Lord, has failed miserably. It has failed miserably. But I want you to tell you that Tyra Paley never gave up. It says it failed miserably. It only ran for, it lasted for a weekend. And only 30 people came to watch him. Only 30 people came. So maybe you've baked those muffins and you stood on that corner in the rain and only five were bought. Only five out of 48 muffins that you made. Only five. And now you can see that your dream is failing miserably. Some of you received prophetic words and you acted on it. And now you are saying, but I received a prophetic word that I'm going to be a small business person. How come out of 48, I'm only selling five? What a gross, gross loss, Lord, that I am faced with. I took all of my savings and I put it into this business. But look what is happening now. It's not yielding the expected fruit. Don't give up. Don't give up. Tyler Perry, only 30 people came to watch him. He kept up with the production. He kept up with the production. He didn't throw in the towel. He didn't. That very same towel that the devil wants you to throw in, tell the devil, this is the towel that I'm going to use to wipe my sweat off as I continue to labor on my dream, as I continue to labor on my vision, as I continue to labor on this gift, because the gift that God has given me, it's for a purpose. So the towel that the devil wants you to throw in and say, I'm giving up, 
pick the towel up and use it to wipe your sweat as you continue to labor in the field. So Tyler Perry kept up with the production and he worked more odd jobs and it says he often slept in his car to get by. This is a man who lives in a mansion, probably doesn't own just one, but at one point in time, he slept in his car. There was no microwave season here. They, this was not a microwave season. This was a process that he had to go through and he went through the process and today he is yielding the fruits. So don't allow the devil to cause you to give up on your dream. Don't allow the devil to cause you to give up on your dream. Persevere, persevere, continue. He slept in his car. Then it says six years later, imagine six years later, maybe some of us after a year or after two years, we would have said, I didn't hear you well, God. It's, it wasn't you speaking because we expected within two to three years. Yes, it was a prophetic, prophetic word. And the great prophetess of God prophesied this word over me. So why is it taking so long? Why is it taking so long? Don't look at your neighbor. Walk, run in your lane. So six years later, Perry finally broke through. When on its seventh run, the show became a success. The show, the very same show, it became a success. He's since gone to have an extremely successful career as a director, not only as an actor, a director, a writer, in fact, Perry was named Forbes' highest paid man in entertainment industry in 2011. This is a man who once slept in his car. This is a man who used all of his savings. So it means there was a time in his life where he went without food because he knew everything that he had, he had to invest in his dream. He had to invest in his vision he had to invest in his gift so this is the man that i wanted us to to study as we journey into discovering how to nurture this gift into discovering what are the gifts that god has given us who are we without the gifts who are we with the gifts who are we in god so let us Study this man as we journey and look at his life and say, I refuse to give up. Six years later, I refuse to give up. Dead towel devil, I'm going to pick up and I'm going to wipe my sweat. I am not giving up on my talent. I am not giving up on my gift. I am not giving up on my vision. I am not giving up on my dream. I am going to pick this towel and I'm going to use it to wipe the sweat off of me, devil, as I continue to labor. Even if you have to, I have to sleep in my car. I'm going to labor because I know that in due cause, in due season, it will yield results. Let us once again take a break and listen to some encouraging music. Once again, welcome back to our listeners. As we have read just about the life story of Mr. Tyler Perry. Aren't we encouraged? Aren't we all encouraged? This is so encouraging. 
We thank God for such people that have ran the race before us that we can identify with, we can truly identify with, so that we don't give up, we don't give up. And what I love is people in the world can give up because they don't have a hope, but we've got hope. I know right now the devil might make you feel like all hope is lost, everything is just uh, hopelessness around you. It looks like you find yourself in this dark, dark place, you know, when you are walking in the dark and you are trying to feel your way out. You are using your hands to try and feel your way out. Some of us find ourselves in that state where everything that we've tried to do, it doesn't seem to be working out. It doesn't seem to be working out. You know, maybe your marriage was a gift, but now you don't see it as a gift anymore. You are just, you are just seeing it as this dark, dark pit where you are trying every single day to find your way out. You are just fiddling in this marriage. Maybe some of us, it's our kids that we thought were a beautiful gift from God, but today you've turned around, you are calling this gift a curse from God. You know, some of us, when we look at our kids, we find ourselves even in the neighborhood where we are staying in, when people want to make a bad example, they say, my kids will never grow up to be like so-and-so's kids, so-and-so's kids. And you feel like, God, this was supposed to be a gift, but today it's a public, it's a mockery. Everybody makes a mockery out of my kids because they are known to be such hooligans. And yet when I received them, I thought they were a gift. You are about ready to give up on them. Even with your businesses, everybody makes an example and say, my salon, my hair salon will not be a flop like so-and-so's one. You know, you feel that you are in that state of darkness, of a void, of emptiness, where you don't want to do, you don't want to try anymore. Even your, your marriage, your finances, your kids. But I am here to tell you that this is a gift from God. And God had said every good and perfect gift comes from him. So as you feel despondent, as you feel discouraged, I want you this afternoon to just get up, look at your situation, look at your marriage, look at your children. This these are perfect gifts that come from God. Your business that is a flop, that is falling. You are even questioning God. But this afternoon, I want you to take a look at yourself and say, devil, I am not throwing the towel anymore. I am not throwing this towel anymore. I am picking it up. Some of you might have thrown it, but you just tell the devil that I am picking it up. I am picking it up. I am going to run this race. This is my gift. I refuse you, devil, to make a public mockery of my gift. This is the fruit of my womb. This is the marriage that you have blessed me with, Lord. These are the finances that you have blessed me with. This is the business that you have blessed me with. This is the talent that you have blessed me with. Lord God, you might have tried it in music, tried it everywhere, but you have failed. But today I want to speak a word of encouragement and say, be encouraged, be encouraged, refuse to give up. Tell the devil, tell the devil that I refuse to give up. When all hope is lost, look unto Jesus, go back to him and say, Father, this is a gift that you gave me. And you said you know the plans that you have for me. You know the plans. 
So there isn't a gift that is from God that will turn around to harm you. The devil has stepped in. So kick the devil out. Boot him out. And start claiming your gift. Start nurturing your gift. Start speaking to that gift. Speak life to that gift. The devil has made you to utter words of death and curses to that gift. Turn it around this afternoon. Turn it around and say, devil, no more will I speak death into my situation. No more will I speak curses into my situation. I am speaking life. I speak life into my dead marriage. I speak life into my dead marriage. You know, when God speaks to Ezekiel, he asks him a question. And God never asks a question that he doesn't know an answer to. He says, can these bones live? Maybe your gift, your dream, your vision, your talent is at that state where it is at the state of being dry, dry bones. And God is saying to you, prophesy, prophesy, my son, prophesy, my daughter, speak to these dry bones, speak to this dry marriage of yours, speak to this dry dead child of yours, speak to these dry bones, you know, your talents, your gift, your vision, your dream that you have given up, you have thrown. God is saying, wherever you, it might have been buried, go and dig it up. Dig it up, dig it up, dig it up and start speaking life to it. Start speaking life to it. Speak life, speak resurrection life unto it. Restoration is coming into your marriage. Restoration is coming into your finances. Restoration is coming into your kids' lives. Restoration is coming into your business. There is a restoration that is coming. God is about to restore everything that the enemy had stolen from you. Your gift is supposed to bring joy to you, not havoc, curses, or burdens. Your gift is not supposed to be a burden. The devil makes it a burden. But God said the gift that he has given you is there to make you successful, is there to prosper you. It's there to make room for you. You're supposed to have enough room. To enjoy your gift. But because the enemy has stepped in. We can't enjoy our gift. We can't enjoy our gift. But God is saying your gift is there to make room for you. Your gift is there to make room for you. And what happens? You will flourish in your gift. You will flourish because of your gift. You will flourish because of your gift amen amen uh let us take another break and listen to some music as we just digest what god is saying to us as we speak silently speak silently to our to our gift as we speak silently at this moment to our gift as we tell the devil that we are gathering strength, we are gathering strength, devil. One thing about the devil, he will always publicize our failure. But he will make sure that there is a way for him to hide our success from everybody else. But our failure, he will make it a point that it's publicized. Even for the world, even for the world to see. 
You, people might not know you for all the good things that you have done, but they will know you. Oh, that's the one who did this and this and this. You might have done 10 good deeds, but the devil will publicize your failure. So even in your dreams, your talents, he will first publicize how many times you failed, how many times you got up on stage, you picked that mic up for the first time and there was no audible voice coming out because you were gripped with fear. So everybody will remember that incident so that he does not want you to have the strength and the courage to do it again because he wants you to fail and give up. But the God that we serve is a God who will make sure that every failure in your life becomes a testimony to those who are coming behind you so that there will be a testimony and they will look up to you and they will say, if Google was able to do it after enduring so many failures, it means that I can do it myself. I want us to, to look at another young man's story that I came across. Uh, this is a local young man and I'm sure a few people know of him. He, he entitles his story, My Story, I Turned My Failure Into Success. This is a young doctor who failed metric three times. So he was encouraging the youth, you know, because your gift, you are born with your gift, and the devil will want to cut that gift off before even you yourself realize this is the gift. That God has given me the, your passion, the talent, your purpose. What is your purpose? So this young man knew that his purpose was to become a doctor. But how do you become a doctor when you failed metric? He did not only just fail metric once, twice, but he failed it three times. So when he was encouraging these young ones, he says failing metric is not the end of the road, says Doctor. Swusiso, who failed metric three times. So I like it because he used his failure as a form of encouragement to others. Because most of the time when we, we see all these businessmen who are talking, they, we, we never get to, to hear about the process. We all see ourselves tomorrow sitting in those mansions. But we never get to hear about the process. So Dr. Swoo was telling us about his process. He says, when he speaks to the young ones, failing metric might be a crushing blow as it might derail great future plans. But thousands of people over the years have overcome the failure and gone on to lead hugely successful lives. This is the medical doctor, Smusiso. He's 42 years old. He's from the rural heart of Genginlovo, which is Peter Marisberg. He is an example of perseverance that can turn disappointments into victory. And that is what God wants for us, to turn our disappointments into victory. When this respected doctor was in high school, he failed metric times but he never gave up he never gave up he, he he never gave up on his dream of being the first in his family to attend university maybe that is your dream to attend university and you know you're the first in your family and everybody's saying who do you, do you think you are 
you know, in our family, we all end up here. Once you've made it to grade 10, that is enough. You go and you find a job and you work at a factory. So and so can organize a job for you. That's where all of us go and work. Who did you think you are? You wanted to go to university. Have you ever heard of anyone in this family making it to varsity? You were, your, your, your shoes are too big for your feet. That is what they'll be saying to you. There's a dispute. There is a dispute about your talent. There is a dispute about your dream. And now you also feel the need to just give up. But this young man didn't. He didn't. He wanted to be the first one in his family to attend metric, to attend university, sorry. And I'm sure if you listen to his story, he wanted to be the first one. So it means... The family was waiting for him to pass metric and go and work so that he can provide an income. So when he failed, they were like, it's fine, just go find a job and work. At least you made it to metric. Some of us here have not made it to metric. So that's all you were good enough for. But this young man refused. He refused. It says, even though he was faced with laughs and insults from all sides, every year he would start afresh and work towards achieving great metric results. I don't know how many of our young ones have failed metric. And when you say go and repeat, they don't want to because of peer pressure, those around them who will be laughing at them also to be seen. I mean, I was a senior this last year and now I must go and attend with my juniors, the people I was calling my juniors. I'm going to be a laughing stock. But he was, he was willing to face that, to be ridiculed, to be insulted, to be laughed at. So even with your dream, even with your gift, when you start to invest in it, because people will not understand it. It wasn't given to them. It was given to you by God. So you are the one who has an insight and understanding into this gift that you have. Whether it's a spiritual gift, whether it's a, a, a physical gift, a natural gift, you are the one who has insight and understanding to it. You need to just pray to God to give you mentors and coaches who, who have gone on before you. Because this young man, he knows what it means to fail metric three times. Others around him were laughing at him. So even you too, when you want to go into a certain a certain sphere, whether it's in, in terms of spiritual gifts, identify those who are called into the same ministry, the same giftings and callings as you are. And they will be your mentors and your coaches. That what we do, we go to the wrong people who don't understand what God has deposited in us. They end up crushing us. They end up destroying what God has imparted in us because they don't understand it. So find people who are resilient, people who understand what your gift is. Like this young man, he became a source of encouragement to those kids who were struggling, those kids who were afraid, who felt like committing suicide. Our kids commit suicide because they feel everything is lost, their dreams are shattered. Without metric, who am I? They never think there's an option of repeating. 
because they know they're going to be laughed at. But this young man, three times, he worked on towards achieving great metric results. He focused all his energy in making his dream a reality. Sometimes we focus our energy on fighting the sun ballads who are rising up against our dream. Don't focus on them. They are there to discourage you. They are there to quarrel with you. They are there to make you lose focus. Because when you throw on your energy into these quarrels and these disputes, you end up not focusing on your dream. Investigate. Do research on your dream. Find out what it means. You know, when somebody says you are going to go into catering business and that is something you are passionate about. Find out what that means. What does it mean? You cannot say you're going to go into catering business. You don't even know how to bake a basic scone. Find out. Do research. But you are busy quarreling with people who are there to fight your dream. Don't quarrel with them. Focus on your dream. He focused all, not some, all of his energy into making his dream a reality. And that is what we should do. He says, I quote, it took me three years to understand that metric exemption, ex examinations are all about after failing the first time I went back to school and tried over and over again, he said. It took me three. It took him three years to understand what metric exams, exam, exam, exams are all about. As I said, we are not all the same. Don't look at your neighbor on your right. Your neighbor will do it the first time, and he will ace it. Your neighbor on your left will do it the second time, and he will ace it. You might have to do it five or ten times. It took him three years just to understand what the the metric exams were all about. He did not want to look at himself and, and see himself as others. You know, sometimes even us as parents, we do that. We do that to our kids. And this is why even with us, when we grow up, we always compare ourselves. But so-and-so is doing the same thing. How come his thing is working faster than mine? No. No. You are unique in God's eyes. Focus on who you are. Even if the neighbor's kid is getting A's and your kid is getting B's, don't be a discouragement. Don't set the standard according to your neighbor's daughter or son who's getting A's. Focus on what your daughter, your son is good at, is strong at, and encourage him in that, strengthen him in that. That's your gift you are nurturing. Don't nature your gift according to your neighbor's standard. Nature your gift according to what God has called you to nature it. He says, I was never stupid or slow. I didn't know how to tackle exams. Can you hear that? I was never stupid. And how quick are we to say he is so bloody dumb. That's the language we use. That's the language we use as parents out of anger. And then we don't realize that we have spoken out of contest. We, we contact, we have even cursed God. We've sinned against God by uttering those words. We've called, that is what we've called our kids. He says, I was never stupid or slow learner. I just didn't know how to tackle exam, exams. 
metric is very difficult and you have to plan to execute it. Even in the brightest people have failed metric, not because they didn't know the answers. Can you hear that? Not because they didn't know the answers, but they were struggling with understanding. So as I'm about to close, what I want to say to you, saints of God, my fellow listeners at home, let us be like Abraham. Abraham was given a promise by God. God said to him, you are going to have Abraham, don't worry. Your servant will not inherit your inheritance, though you will have a son. So Ishmael was the son that he had. So he thought this is the son. And Ishmael came from his loins. But God said, no, not this one. Abraham could have given up and said, okay, from my loins, a bad gift came out. He could have given up and said, no, nothing good is going to come from these loins. So I'm closing my loins up. But he did not give up. He continued until Isaac came up in the picture. So even with you, maybe your first attempt was an Ishmael. But God is saying there is an Isaac that is coming up. There is an Isaac that is a gift that you are born with. You are born with the gift which is an Isaac and that is a gift of the promise. That's the gift that will make room for you, for you to flourish. So don't give up on Isaac. If you've if you've given birth to Ishmael, God is saying, don't give up. Keep on trying. Keep on trying. Don't throw in the towel. There is an Isaac coming up. Imagine if Abraham had given up and there would be, wouldn't have been an Isaac. But because God has spoken and for us as children of the Most High God, that is that is the courage that we have and that is the assurance that we have. Of knowing that God has spoken. He said it in his word. He said every good and perfect gift comes from him. And this gift is going to be an Isaac. It doesn't matter if the devil makes it look like an Ishmael. The first attempt, the second attempt, the third attempt. But your gift is an Isaac. And Isaac is what you are going to give birth to. So nurture your gift. Isaac is what you have given birth to. So nature, your gift. Sometimes you might be focusing on other people's Isaac and you forget. So you take your neighbor's Isaacs, you make them your own. Just because this is what you've seen, we can't be copying and pasting other people's gift. Find out from God what gift is in me. Maybe that's why you've been trying. You are busy nurturing what your neighbor is doing. And that is not what God has called you for because you think it looks easy. But God has called you for an Isaac. Ask God, what Isaac was I born with? What talent was I born with? Some of us, our gifting and our talents are still sitting up in our loins. We need to go to God and discover them. Go and speak to God and say, God, what gift is locked up inside of me? Whether it's a spiritual gift, whether it's a physical gift, what gift is locked up inside of me that must still come out what gift is locked up inside of you there is an Isaac that is inside of you that must come out as a gift 
So what gift is locked up inside of you? Give birth to Isaac. As we are closing, I just want to... I just want to pray for our listeners because I could sense heavily that the devil, the devil has made us to be so despondent, so discouraged, hopeless. We are in a state of hopelessness. We are in a state of darkness. We don't want to try out anything. We just want to give up. So I just want to speak a word of encouragement and say, get up, get up, get up from the dust. Get up from the dust. Get up from the dust. As the word of God says, arise and shine. Arise and shine. Say to the devil, I am going to make it. I am going to cross this hurdle that is before me, devil. I am picking up this towel that you have thrown. I am rising up. I am rising up. Father, may you bless everyone who was listening to this podcast. May you give them strength, oh God. Encourage them. Encourage them, Father God. Let them persevere, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Strengthen them. I pray for wisdom, oh God. I pray for wisdom. I pray for understanding, oh God. I pray that may you make the process map clear to them, oh God, so that when they Jot their dreams down. They will understand that there is a process that they will have to walk. I pray, O Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I give you the glory, the honor, and the admiration always, O Ancient of Days. Thank you, my fellow listeners. I just want to say I love you. I hope you are encouraged. May you be blessed and may you prosper. May you prosper. May you prosper in everything that you put your hands on to. May you prosper. Your hands are blessed. Your hands are blessed. I don't care what the devil has said. Those hands are blessed. Everything that you touch will be a blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. I love you. Until we meet again tomorrow afternoon. God bless. And the Lord keep you. I love you.